So on paper, if you were to think about opposites attracting, you would not think that things would work. But I was sort of pondering on this. I was really having some deep thought into this and I'm like thinking to myself, is she going to get bored of this? Because obviously, you know, we are so similar. Am I going to get bored of this because we are so similar? And then it hit me. When we talk about opposites attracting, it's not to do with the person physically, emotionally, mentally, but it's more on a spiritual level and also the essence of that person. And when I say essence, I'm talking about masculine and feminine. Legends, what is happening? Thank you for joining me on another solo episode of the Interchange Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Lowe. Now, before we go any further into today's episode, I do have a very small favor to ask that I always ask, and I will ask it once again and probably again next week and the week after that and so on and so forth until everyone subscribes to the podcast. But if you have been enjoying the podcast, even just the slightest little bit, if you can please go and hit that subscribe button. And don't forget, if you have been enjoying this and you feel like a lot of your friends will also, don't forget to share this with just at least one of them because as you know, the more eyes and ears we can get on the podcast, the bigger and better guests I can bring for you guys, and in turn, the more value I'm going to be able to deliver for you. So today, I want to talk about an age-old saying, which I'm sure that everyone has heard, and that is opposites attract. So it's really funny. You see this in relationships a lot where two people are literally polar opposites. You know, Someone might be really active. The other person might be really underactive, um, or you know, someone might be really driven, Someone might not be driven at all. You know, you might have an entrepreneur and a housewife, or you might have a sports star and a businesswoman, whatever it might be. And, or even let's go the opposite way. So, you know, someone that parties all the time and then their partner sits at home and waits for them to come home. And it's funny, this is what I used to think uh, the opposites attract was all about, or even personality types. Um, you'll have someone that's really, really calm and someone that's really, really hyperactive. Or you'll have someone that's really, really angry with someone that's really, really chilled. And for so long, like I said, this is what I thought was meant by the statement that opposites attract. And it's only come to my attention as of late uh, since getting into the relationship I'm in now with just an absolutely beautiful human, absolutely beautiful soul that I've started to understand what the concept of opposites attract is really about. So have a think for a second. When you hear the words opposites attract, what do you think about? First thing that comes to mind. Well, for me, as soon as you say opposites attract, I think about magnets, right? And magnets are negatively and positively charged, or they've got a negative and a positive charge, but the negative side and the positive side will draw together. Whereas if you've got the negative and the negative and try to put them together, they reject each other. And so we see this um, dynamic playing out all throughout life. But it's not about the personality traits, the looks, the type of person they are or anything like that. See, in my relationship um, that I'm currently in, me and the girl that I'm with, have very similar traits. Like you'd almost say it wouldn't work if you were to look at the age-old way of describing opposites attracting. You wouldn't think it was going to work because we are so similar. We are literally the same person. It's crazy. We think the same. We act the same in a lot of areas as well. We do the same things for work. Um, We have the same wants and needs and goals. And we have, 
um, a very fragile emotional state in some ways as well. There's honestly so many things across the board that are exactly the same for us. So on paper, if you were to think about opposites attracting, you would not think that things would work. But I was sort of pondering on this. I was really having some deep thought into this and I'm like thinking to myself, is she going to get bored of this? Because obviously, you know, we are so similar. Am I going to get bored of this because we are so similar? And then it hit me. When we talk about opposites attracting, it's not to do with the person physically, emotionally, mentally, but it's more on a spiritual level and also the essence of that person. And when I say essence, I'm talking about masculine and feminine. Now, what this means is that there needs to be a healthy masculine and a healthy feminine within the relationship. So whether it be that the male is in his masculine, he's really in his masculine and the feminine is really in her feminine. And these opposites attract and they complement each other. That is a healthy relationship. But you might see other dynamics playing out as well. For instance, a very masculine woman will attract a man that might be stuck in his feminine energy. And these are the dynamics that you see playing out throughout relationships. So when you understand this, it might also help you to understand why some relationships work and why some relationships don't. So for instance, I had an Uncle John, very, very, very stuck in his feminine very flamboyant guy and um, my auntie she was quite the opposite quite in her masculine quite in her doing and then I think about my parents dad very in his masculine mum very in her masculine and they split they didn't work out because once again they repelled each other over time this is what happens probably because they got into relationships for the wrong reasons as well but You can see now thinking about this and now having the understanding that I have behind this that they were pushing each other apart constantly, constantly, constantly butting heads, constantly fighting. Things were never working. Things were never good enough for mum. So they were always butting heads. Now, this is something that you'll see playing out in relationships that you probably probably are aware of as well. For instance, if there's a man that was in his masculine and something happens to demasculate him and then he starts to be more in his feminine, you might find that his partner then goes and seeks that love that she needed or that safety or that support that she was getting from him from someone else, whether it be through another spouse, you know, maybe having an affair, whether it be through friends, whether it be through family, whether it be through someone else that she can confine in and feel safe to talk about her feelings and emotions and share with. So we've all got needs that we need to be met and we've all got this dynamic playing out between the masculine and the feminine. So now that you understand that and now that I guess you've had that brought to your awareness, ask yourself, are you in the masculine? And the masculine is the do, do, do. I need to fix everything. Everything needs to be done right this second. Whereas the feminine is more in the feels, in the emotions, you know, the sex appeal, the, the feel of things and just going with the flow, just doing things at our own pace. Now, as I said, with these two dynamics that we have playing out all throughout life, we all also have a certain amount of the masculine and feminine within ourselves and we need to know when it's time to drop out of the masculine and drop into the feminine to be able to nurture and support and hold and caress our lover or when it's time to show the fuck up and step into our masculine, especially as men. So we can go to war, or we can go to work, or we can get shit done. But we hear this all the time that there's this toxic masculinity, 
or toxic femininity, really, right? Or these feminists. But there is no such thing as toxic masculinity. There is just toxicness in general. Toxic behaviors that people play out and they put a tarnish on it through saying it's toxic masculinity. So men doing certain things, that's toxic masculinity. No, mate, that's not toxic masculinity whatsoever. That's just a lack of awareness and obviously also a lack of morals, values, and probably a lack of direction that that man might have where he's being a piece of shit. That doesn't come down to masculines in general because masculinity is a very important part of life. Like I said, for males and females, we all have a high need for masculinity in our lives as men to provide, to look after, to, to fight, you know, to be powerful, to be angry. And angry, once again, anger is not a bad thing either. Anger is something that is the most pure ex- form of expression for a masculine if channeled the right way. But when anger is directed towards the feminine or in a way that is, you know, uh, from a place of fear or lack, This is where anger turns into violence. Anger turns into domestic violence even. Anger turns into abuse. But anger, when expressed the right way, once again, is also something that is such a positive and liberating feeling for the man and for the women as well. So if you're stuck in the masculinity side of things or you're stuck in the masculine not knowing how to drop into your feminine, take some time to slow down. This is something that I'm learning more about now thanks to my beautiful partner. She's helping me to slow down and actually be more aware and be more present, be more mindful. And life is just getting better and better and better. Or if you're someone that's too stuck in the feminine, go out and challenge yourself. Step out of the comfort zone. Do some shit that you wouldn't normally do. Take charge. Be direct. This is something she tells me all the time. I like it when you're direct with me, when you tell me what we're doing rather than asking me, oh, should we do this or should we do that? Take initiative. That is what the masculine does. And I can guarantee it that this is the thing that most women will want, especially if they're in their feminine, is someone that takes charge, someone that's direct, and someone that takes control of the situation in a positive manner. So if you're too stuck in your feminine, get out of the comfort zone and do the things that you need to do to show up as a masculine. And if you're too much in the masculine without knowing how to drop into your feminine, slow the fuck down. Because we constantly have this dance between the masculine and the feminine within our lives. And like I said, opposites attract. And if you're coming at someone that's masculine and they're also coming at you from a place of masculine uh, masculinity, then you're going to repel each other. And it's no wonder you're going to butt heads. But when you find that nice dance between the masculine and the feminine and the energies just work well together, it's bliss. Legends. I hope you got something out of that episode. This is a massive realization that I've had of late and this is something that I'm still working through myself. So if this is something you're struggling with and you'd like to find out more about it, please message me, shoot me a message on Instagram, whatever you need to do, send me a smoke signal, um, fucking email me, whatever. All the details are below if you want to get in contact with me. I'm happy to chat with anyone that has watched this and taken some value from it. See you on the next episode.